Hello and welcome to the BFI in London where we have gathered to see The Celestial Toymaker, a new animation coming out at, at some point. I don't actually know when. No, no it, I think because they've squeezed it in because uh, the BFI is going to be closed for refurbishment for a while. Uh, and but, NFT1 specifically, not the, I don't think the entire BFI. Oh, just the screen. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. But what else is there? Did, did, did they do other things than Doctor Who? Apparently, the BFI is not just here like, to scream Doctor Who episodes. <laughs> Who knew? That job? Uh, Who knew, indeed? We should say hello. I'm Pete. I'm Cy. I'm Hannah. I'm Dan. I'm Alice. I'm Chris. And what? So yeah, what's the vibe? Uh, I'll throw it over to you first, Simon. Okay. Well, as long-term listeners of um, Trap One will remember, I did um, an episode on the Celestial Toy Maker when it came out on vinyl, and. I was less than complimentary about the Celestial <laughs> Toy Maker because it's a terrible story. <laughs> but I'm going to take this back now because in animated form, it actually works because it's a very visual story it's and you need the visuals to make sense of it. And oh my God, the visuals are really terrific in this version. I think... There's been a lot of unrest online about the style of animation for this one, <laughs> particularly coming off the back of the incredibly strange episode three of The Web of Fear, which is done in a similar way. Oh, yeah, because this is, this is the same, same people who did yeah, that, Same people, it? same well, technique. Motion capture but how, many yeah, but how many years have they They had? have refined yeah. it. Yeah. And suddenly, what we've got, I think, with the trailer, you've got odd bits taken out of context but as a whole the whole thing works because it's all in the same style and once you're in that world it's you get immersed in it mm. and there are some really fantastic moments in this animation the like of which we haven't seen in a Doctor Who animation before <laughs> yeah fair enough so Hannah what did you think <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm quite so enthusiastic about the story overall. I still think that the middle of it feels... You feel its length at times. Well, we're hunting for a key! <laughs> yes, that's, that's what we're here for this Saturday. Uh, we're going to test all of these chairs one <laughs> by one. They were cool chairs, though! <laughs> they were cool chairs, weren't they? And they didn't actually look... Yeah, that's the kind of thing that's given it what it could never have on BBC Audio. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Interestingly yes. designed chairs. That, that, that are death traps. Hello, in, Tim. That are death traps. I was thinking about Tim. Yes. <laughs> Tim the chair guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, there's, there's bits of the sort of middle elements that still, feel, for me, feel long and I think it's although we're aware of these sort of like Dr. Light episodes throughout the 60s I think (laughs) one of the reasons they work in other stories is because you've got lots of other characters and the companions are split up still think you're slightly more aware of it here and it there is a problem of you just having to focus on two companions who are together um, and you've just got a, a game per episode. You've and got a bit one of... very thick companion. I'm standing by this. I, I'm fully on board with I'm fully on you. I remember disliking her in, uh, uh, in, in, uh, during the story previously when just I'd seen the telly snap reconstruction. Um, and Stephen, I love clowns. They're so funny. <laughs> Stephen, those clowns <laughs> aren't funny anymore. Don't Stop giving the game away to the bad guys. Why are you so trusting of these bad guys? They're clearly bad guys. They're creepy clowns. 
bit of a bad creepy guy, playing cards. Yeah, um, yeah, they, yeah. Uh, I know we're three quarters of the way through episode four, Stephen, yeah. but I think actually they're being nice this time. <laughs> oh, we should, yeah. we should trust them now. Yeah. To add some more Sorry. positive elements, <laughs> yeah. I really like. Um, I think the surrealness works incredibly well yes. of how they've done it in animation. Um, the, the the playing cards the way they've been an, an animated and, and for me it's slightly different to the other animation yeah um, and, and that works brilliantly yeah and, and also I the liked they, the change of perspective and size yes. that so they could play with overall I love the way they've been able to manipulate the camera but they've been able to do far more than would have been technically feasible in the sixties as we could see in episode four um, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and yeah I so I really love that way of changing angles and stuff I'm like I'm myself like tipping my head in in in, in bits to try to follow it round and yeah I think like Underwater Menace it's one that's really paid itself to animation it works really well being animated and I like that they're introducing these stories they are <laughs> the BFI they really emphasise the fact of this is the animated Celestial Toymaker it is not Celestial Toymaker it is no. the animated version of it this is something new um, and not necessarily is... meant to slot in among an existing episode it's something mm-hmm. new that should stand alone on its own which is quite good if they ever find the original episodes because it will be two different interpretations of exactly the same yes. story mm. where if they'd have done a like for like comparison you might think well oh we've rediscovered the episodes well I don't need to see those mm. this way because they've actually done it in a clever way as you said it's surreal Trippy, yeah, inventive. Mark Earth talked about when he was interviewed in between stuff was stuff that's gone on behind the scenes, which I found really interesting. And he mentioned about the fact that they don't necessarily like the silence that is there on in in Sixties drama, where there is just because incidental music isn't so commonplace, you get large gaps of of silence and. I thought it was really interesting because it's, you know, he's talked about them enhancing the audio and adding in essentially stuff that's existing from elsewhere, but kind of bringing, bringing things in. Um, I am quite used to watching certainly, you know, sort of lots of late 60s and 70s drama where you, and studio bound stuff where you have these larger gaps of silence and I really like it, but I found that quite interesting that they are clearly catering to an audience who is not necessarily familiar with that mm-hmm. that you know this isn't just meant to be for Doctor Who fans who are very familiar with this it, it's for people who you know will, wouldn't have tried this before and might have been sort of put off because you know they find it is an adaption to you know if you're used to 2010 or even just 2020 to go back and watch something like that which is such a different style mm. having an animation that is a sort of bridge between that gap. I I think it shows perhaps the longevity of them being able to continue doing these animations, that they're not thinking that of it as, you know, something just for fans, just to be a replacement. It is something that is as much as it is based on something from the 60s it is something of the modern era very it much. It stands on its own feet. Yeah. On its own. I certainly felt that They'd have done it like this at the time if they'd had the technology. Yes. Things like the way the playing cards looked, that was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, and, and that's where they're just taking creative judgment calls and they're risking it. And either the audience is going to vibe with it or not, I suppose. And, and yeah, like you said, the, 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 those playing cards where they're actually made out of card. Origami. Mm, yeah. Yes. Origami. And, and, it's quite a, and it's quite horrific. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. everything, yeah. all the lines and were blue instead yeah. of black. 
because yeah. that's yeah. how playing cards look. Yeah. But, yeah. And the, well, frame, the frame rate, the frame rate animation of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, they made yeah, them yeah, jerky. Yeah, jerky. It looked like watching one yeah. of those old Region One DVDs in the nineties, <laughs> where it's slightly the frame rate is off. Yeah. Yeah. And it made them so, look real, but also not real. Yeah. But, but also the extra characters. Yeah. Also the design of the dolls yeah. where they actually look like dolls mm. and Reese mm. Weeks looks like yeah. she's knitted yes and um, the clown oh, the, um, and, and, Sa- and Sergeant Ruck looks like he's an old tin soldier from the Victorian yeah. era oh, Cyril has paint chips on yeah. his yeah. Yes. Very Cyril is horrifying well, <laughs> I'm going to have nightmares the about that that's an awesome one of my guests today put forward a fear that perhaps the design of Cyril could possibly have been based <laughs> maybe on, on um, a fan who <laughs> particularly worships this story <laughs> and was in the audience today. I can neither um, corroborate or denigrate this theory, but it did make me laugh. <laughs> we, should, we should clarify the, the because the. Uh, there are less guests today, so we didn't get the usual Q and A. So the audience weren't able to put forward mm. their, their thoughts. Shame. So we didn't get any kind of Shame. feedback that we yeah. might have on those no. sorts of elements. He did look quite miffed at certain points and was talking loudly. <laughs> I, I was near the front. But oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But this is the, but no one can like other stories where they have tried to where they made it their objective to recreate what was on screen. Uh, you can evaluate how successfully they've done that, but this is this is not doing that at all. This is taking here's here's this story. Let's let's just go wild. But also with the animation style, you could think to yourself when the Doctor and companions have been taken out of reality to the toy maker's kingdom. This is how they've been reimagined there. Yes. Yes. And so if you're a fan of the standard animation, that might help you justify the difference in the way everything looks because it is a fantasy story mm, yeah. that has been completely the Doctor and Companions have been taken out when the Doctor becomes invisible that is a beautiful that's not a just really invisible, lovely effect yes. Yes. Yeah, it shimmers the doesn't it shimmering yeah. and everything Again, and his hand and his yes. with the slight shimmer next to the hand. Yeah, really the hand like, hovering in thing. It's really. Um, I think doing that kind of yeah. animation though, it, it adds to the end of the story because of, of people being trapped in this world. It adds a creepy thing. It's no, not, you're not just trapped in this world; you like, are changed in this yes, world. Yes, the, the, yeah, the, I, the I, yeah, the ideal world solution might even have been to have still if only you still had the footage of the TARDIS scenes on film and then as soon as they leave the TARDIS they it become changes. this anime yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. Would, that would work perfect that would be Which like actually, the ultimate they version po- of it possibly could have done maybe someday from the st- yeah, so yeah. So, yeah. Well, they, they had um, Stephen seeing himself on film yeah that was, and that was thing. yeah and they used proper photographs of oh, things yeah. for that which so weirdly reminded me <laughs> there's an episode of Bojack Horseman slightly off topic <laughs> where well, which is which which is a, a satirical issue, uh, series about a, well god what's it about aging and psychology and Hollywood and scare. about a man who's kind of a horse well he is a horse because it's in this world people say, god this, this is going to take too much I think just get on with it. But at one point, this cast, at one point, no, leave this in, Mark, this is good, honest. At one point, the cartoon horse takes so many drugs that when he looks at himself, when he looks at himself in the mirror, he sees an actual horse reflected in the mirror. And that's when he realises he's got a real drug problem. 
in the same way, Peter Purvis, in animated form, <laughs> looks, looks at a video screen in this and sees an actual photo of the real Peter Purvis yeah. and is freaked out by it. No, I stand by this. This does actually work. It works on yeah. many levels. It, it many, but those, many levels. Like, those screens. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like 60s TVs. So those bubble TVs. Yes, oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're all there, flying through the air. All... Oh, God, that was beautiful. I assume it was just like... A bank of televisions. In I the think original. it was. It was. Yeah. It was a. Yeah. It was a robot with right. a TV in Just the middle. Well, I got think. These yeah. sort of like rolling effects yeah. of. Yes, of, one of, that of looked like it TV was TV screen one, of CRT. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah. that looked like it was NTSC quality <laughs> <Yeah>. color. <laughs> oh, the clockwork robot that showed you what move the doctor was on on his. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. it's a very sixties design. That isn't it? Yeah. there yeah. was also the cleverness at the end of the episode. Which is also where, the, you know, when you see the rizzle, riddle or the puzzle or whatever, on, before the credits start, it actually puts the puzzle up on screen yeah. so you can look oh. at it and ponder. Yeah, because I, need, I needed a recap. Episode. Yeah, did they do that for? In, I don't well, know. I don't think it was on the original. I don't think so. I bet they didn't. Uh, it was okay. very three, two, one, as Chris yeah. said. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty Bin should have made a cameo. <laughs> he would have fit it right in. One yeah. thing I think we should highlight for the battle. It came up in discussion between me and Alice because between us, we've not seen every single one of the animations. So if you haven't. It's in colour. <laughs> it's just that we keep forgetting. <laughs> they do, there, there is a black and white version as well, the purists will want to see, and it's probably in 4.3. Um, yeah. But seeing stuff in colour, it, yeah. it makes a big difference for this. And, you know, stuff like this and Underwater Menace, when it is a pure animation, it really enhances oh. the Because the story, story feels colourful. Yes. Should, yeah. Like it should be colourful. Yeah. Yeah. Why not yeah. make Dodo's dress red? Yes. We all know it was yeah. red. Yeah, Show us. and there are so many colour photos from this story as well yeah. that it's it always feels like it should be one that is in colour. Mm. I... Does everyone believe that Michael Goff comes across as incredibly sinister and evil? Yeah. And also for people that may have only become familiar with the toy maker through the giggle, mm. this is definitely a prototype to the giggle animation. Mm. You can definitely yeah. see the links. You yeah. can see, there were, there were certain the scenes that I really could see bits that they used for the animation and the giggle that they've also bridged mm. in this episode. So there's this lovely link between the past and the future. And I think it just works so much better. I've tried to listen to the audio. I gave up. Well, there's lots of silences, aren't there? Yeah, Which is yeah. what you don't want in an audio. No. But, but on, in this, that, during that silence, somebody is being spun into a three-dimensional matrix of oh, yeah. surrealism. Oh yeah. Or suddenly, the toy maker is drinking out of TARDIS cartons of juice. Dancing floor. That is like yeah. the most LSD moment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, I like that, um, that when, when we went to the bar at Battersea Power Station, those uh, sort of ceramic... Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, they just sort of He's just drinking out of a tiki (laughs) cup in the show. If you've been to some weird, trendy cocktail place that want to not give you proper cups and. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, drinking out of an actual tires. They weren't, I'm going to say, they were, were parts that felt like the giggle. Where you suddenly got this sort of kaleidoscope so of cards bursts, or bursts kaleidoscope of, 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 all of yeah. the animation Petals. on those was Lovely. so yeah. good. It was beautiful. That bit yeah. really and took you out of it. To go, I imagine in the original the segue between looking for the was it looking for the key yeah, and then to the, going the dance floor. floor. I think yeah. it's probably just people dancing yeah. on in the that, floor. It yeah. went completely <laughs> mentalist. It's really unnerving. Yes. And it, 
I feel like the story is so much more creepy. Yeah. Yes. And it, it sets you on edge far more yeah. um, throughout it. But in that key scene, when they're looking for the key scene, you can see the homage. I don't know if upstairs, downstairs had that been had released. That's that 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 years later. Mm-hmm. But you can see with the character replacing like a Mrs. Bridges or, yeah. you know, um, that It's Abbey for all Downton of Abbey. one view, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So um, both both characters were named for synonyms for toupee. Yeah, just mm-hmm. <laughs> and yes, Can and I? also it's that because these are Edwardian parlour games as well. Mm. That yeah. setting feels absolutely right for this. Mm. So can anyone clarify to something different? Because not being familiar enough with the story, we, there has been the editing of the slightly sort of racist yep. crime. Yeah, that's gone. What, what point in the story was that? Because I couldn't choosing remember. The, choosing the chairs, yeah. Right. The king oh, used the vote. Because it's also yeah. completely disappeared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, quite yes. right too. Yeah. There is an old, yes, an old uh, playground rhyme for making a choice between two things, yeah. which has now simply and been And we knew in, in sort of the narrated yeah. versions <laughs> that Peter Purvis narrated over the top. Yes, and now just that's right. Kind of and now it's just exile. Yeah. When, and when I, I was a kid, it was tigers. Yeah, and tigers for me. It was Fishies for me in my part of the country. It was a different racist word in Leicester in the 1970s. There's a whole plethora. said these animations are meant to be specifically for a more modern audience. Yeah, exactly. Because they've made their money back. Uh, yeah, and I think that is the main point. If you want these to continue, they yeah. need to be profitable. As, as, yeah, yeah, and this is, it, this is as a, if you want to hear the racist version, press enter now. Question your life choices. When you watch a show that's been going for 60 years, you learn things about previous decades. Decades that, that that are, are, are unpleasant, and mm-hmm. that's that's a good thing to learn because you can decide to not be unpleasant instead. But but this is twenty twenty four. But you don't. It's not missed at all. That's the yeah. thing. There's all, no. Yeah. yeah. All the forms of celestial toy maker it. exist. You can hear it in its historical context elsewhere. This is not being presented in a mm-hmm. historical context. It is mm. being presented and, and in and a eventually one. all the people who remember the original will die. Exactly. <laughs> I, I want them to say are these BFI things. If I had one thing I could say to. Um, Justin who organises them is I would love to see a show of hands for who in the audience actually saw it go out in whenever, yes. whenever it was originally shown that would and be fascinating even yeah. if you saw it go out you're probably not going to remember it in its entirety no you're going to remember images because you'll be young yeah. Yeah. yeah so one thing that was very interesting that came out of this was this is the first use of the Randolph tapes Ooh. for those of you who yeah. are interested in the minutiae of Sound design. So many all this of is, well, which is, Yes, I, this is the first time they found a tape that is a better quality than anything that they've had before. So the sound has had a real upgrade. I was really interested in the background. Mm. And I, I am delighted by stories tip. of, yeah. "Hey, we found this thing in a garage, and yeah. it's a new discovery." And I think most of these, we seem to be aware of exactly how they were recorded. Mm. Whether it was a, a microphone up to the speaker yeah. or in line, and you. They don't know for this because it was just found, and yet not that it's still in really good condition. It sounded it's good, sounded and Mark said he'd, he'd done lots of work on it, like yeah. he always well, does. Yeah. And, and, and we and we had this. So Marquez came on stage at the beginning <laughs> oh, yes, to say seen a version that no one else. <laughs> yeah. Seen. Yes. Sorry if you weren't here. This is not the exact version that will be available on physical media. Yeah. Because <laughs> so Marquez has explained to us that the episodes were being were sent to him in reverse order. He got episode four first, and henceforth, and he actually got episode one at six o'clock last night. 
um, for him to do his final dubbing and, and, and rendering of. Uh, and after he did that, he discovered that there was a glitch in the in, in the uh, in the Matrix. master file. The screen yeah. turned red. Yeah. yeah. So and so he has hastily chopped and pasted a, a, a draft version in and we saw what, about 30 yeah, seconds I should say yeah. it's an advanced draft version yeah, it's not yeah. you know, it wasn't uh, like no, suddenly yeah. it's yeah. gone to line drawing it, it might, you know, like, <laughs> final version version 13 yeah. last night was Friday night when everyone just wanted to knock <laughs> yeah. off yes. and, yeah. and also and the animators themselves are in Australia and there's you know, like differences. most of these animations they're a global project and yes yeah. sometimes it does come into it yeah. what was also you know, because I was going to say about that, we, we saw this version. It's probably the first time anyone has seen this episode. Yeah. Because even the staff of the BFI haven't seen it all the way through until we yeah. got to see it today. So, so I, say, I was wandering around the BFI here quite early and I could hear the Doctor Who theme coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so they were clearly just doing a final yep, check, yeah, you know, check, yeah, less than two hours yeah. before it was and going to an it audience. It looks like it's the right episode at least. Yeah. And did you... There was a surreal bit part of the clown episode in episode one yeah and there was a lot of sound effects to do with the clown car and mm. it automatically made me think of that CD-ROM game where the master has <laughs> the, that very similar sound effect yes. so on about don't was make me laugh yeah. <laughs> on games can we briefly talk about the extras we got um, oh, oh, yes. Yes. because yes. this so is basically the adventure game yes. in oh my era. god I was yes. so excited with Brian yes. <laughs> Janet Fielding will get to play the adventure again. game again, again. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so uh, Emily Cook came on stage after, so after the uh, after, after Tessatomica had finished they said you know we're sorry we haven't been able to arrange it at a date that anyone uh, could, could come to who was involved in it um, which is a shame they tried to but there were very limited options but so here as a treat in the meantime is a preview of an, so it's going to be a new running feature yeah. in the, in the yeah. Yeah. yeah the Blu-ray collection ranges for the, uh, starting I guess not uh, from the, whatever the next one is after season 15 25? Um, I'll go, yeah, that's a good maybe, guess. Yeah, maybe yeah. 21. Um, uh, but whatever they are, um, they have now recorded these escape room adventures uh, for, <laughs> for crews. It's kind of like the behind-the-sofa teams being locked in an escape room <laughs> and being full, be, and, and full, of, um, full of puzzles from Doctor Who episodes and specifically. Trip hazards. <laughs> and uh, we saw, what did we see? We saw we the saw thing. Maureen O'Brien yes. turn up. In a gladiator's style <laughs> statistics, yeah, and yet you start. You know, faces. Oh, you know how so, they come. So I was just so laughing good. at that. Yeah. So well, I said, "Have you heard of an escape room?" Well, no. no, I've never heard of what. What's an escape room? Have you done an escape room before? Oh, I've no. never so, heard of one. If you even if even if it's from K nine. Yes. Even if you even if you haven't watched Gladiator, you'll be familiar with the the, the thing where the the fighter comes up or the footballer at the start of a football match comes up and takes a pose and they show that they're ready to fight. And they're stats. Ma- Maureen O'Brien <laughs> and Peter Purvis doing that. Both in it. They bring them uh, They're on their release tomorrow yeah. for this first Excellent. one, and we've kind of had hint of the ones that will come later. I think it's meant to be a relevant, vaguely relevant um, period TARDIS. Yeah. Well, not necessarily a, a very and, a relevant team for each era. And yeah. if and if, say, you've got people who are quite elderly, you might have someone to help them who's <laughs> slightly less elderly. Yeah. Yeah. But Lisa Bowman obviously produced the companion. Yeah, so she knew them very well. Yeah. 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 So they've worked Purvis. before, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it makes sense to put her with Peter Purvis, who <laughs> did start right. looking quite pissed off at some point. So it's a trilogic <laughs> game, I know this. <laughs> but they it's changed. not a lot of running about. No, yeah. no, it's a lot of walking about. But yeah, I said, oh, he, he remembers this well and Hannah pointed out he's probably recorded a commentary 
quite recently. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. of course he had the original Trilogic game prop yes, after yeah. filming. Oh, right. Yeah, because um, there's the famous oh, story this where he, he's yeah. doing he took it, it <laughs> as a memento and thought it was cursed because when he, he obviously shortly afterwards was sacked from Doctor Who <laughs> and then didn't work yeah. for it 18 months, curse. threw it away and got the job on Blue Peter. <laughs> but it's um, it's the Tower of Hanoi, yeah, isn't it? Basically. Yeah, basically. But it was so nice to see the adventure game on telly again. Yeah. After the, the hopscotch at the end of part four. Very much the vortex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, it is, yes. isn't it? It's so, in the vortex. Yeah. So the, 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 oh, actually, no, I'm not going to give yeah. a spoiler away. No, 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 no spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, yes. The bit that happened with Cyril, that was the best audience reaction. Was, it was. Everyone. Uh-huh. Is this, is yeah. this a PG? Horrified laughter. Horrified laughter is an unusual yes. response and it got it from hundreds of yeah. people. <laughs> but, uh, Which whole, you wouldn't think of watching <laughs> the existing episode of yeah. the final test. Yeah. Yeah. No. Adventure game wise, yeah, clearly they put canine in there. In the original adventure game in the 80s, it was, it, was, yeah. it was basically yeah. you had lots yeah. of actors playing roles as characters Dookie and then Red. the production team would put them in the room if the celebrities were fucked on it and couldn't <laughs> finish it they would come in they'd have an edit um, season one of the adventure game isn't it it goes so, on for yeah, hours yeah. so <laughs> essentially Emily Cook mentioned that Emily oh, some, we tra- was basically most of the time we try, if they're giving them any hints it is yes. on camera so it's like series one of the ad- ad- adventure game they're giving them no hints and it moves really slowly yeah. they try to sort of exactly. move it on they, and they, get they that really like after yeah. about yeah. series two um, don't they but yes. I think Initially, I was slightly disappointed when they kind of mentioned the fact, oh, these are going to be spread across multiple box sets, which means it's going to be ages for us to see them. I but, them act- but actually, this because they have built one escape room and it's simply different teams attempting mm. yeah. it, this will be quite good because actually watching them one after the other won't necessarily work so well. No, but right. watching them, you know, you know a couple every year, <laughs> yeah. it's likely to be. And the same, yeah. dif- same room, different people, and seeing yeah. what they know. See, because yeah. there are some era-specific things yeah. within the room. And they're Yes, they were so it was, we were they like had Colin on an exercise bike. Yes. <laughs> Alice and I were there, like whispering to one another as we spotted different stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is this the game this? of Rassilon? Like, yes, this is the Rassilon. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this more than anything now. It got a lot of laughs in the auditorium. Yeah, I think this is going to be adventure game. So I was just going, oh, it's the Crystal Maze. It's a mental game. But it's all of that kind of thing. Yeah, it's very much one of those where you'll be shouting at the telly to, you know, get them to urge on. Paul did one as well, didn't he? He did. Yes. Um, is that not on the DVD? I think. Looking very beardy and rolling. No, it's yeah. it's available around on YouTube. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, because yeah, that's one they it, found after yeah. they put um, the set yeah. out. But when they are releasing them, don't forget it's the animated stories and the collection yes. sets. So well, this is not going to be when they're releasing. It's not just going to be released on every collection set. If you're not already an animated collection, it's another incentive to buy those uh, as well. Mm-hmm. So just to remember that if you're suddenly thinking. Hold on a second. I didn't see Wendy Pamela. I would imagine a Trouton story. Yeah. We need Which, so it means, that means if you know it ends up a while before we see another like Hartnell or Trouton like mm. collection actually and, and turn up, they'll you know there'll be an animation oh, yeah. potentially beforehand that you can pick these up on. Hmm? Who was on the third? It's not John Levine, is it? In the third one? <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> just yeah. Here we can see. Here we can see. We've been told. We've only we've been hinted that we've got Matthew we've, Waterhouse, oh, yeah. Toby Haydock, and, and, and we saw Janet Fielding, Sarah Sutton, Michael E. Bryant on the Fourth Doctor one. 
So yeah, so um, despite this being a fairly uh, like impromptu one by the BFI standards, because they've organised this at quite short notice, uh, it's still just just the content itself has been really, really good to see on a big screen. It did look fantastic on on a big screen, didn't it? And I can't wait. Yeah. Elevated the story. Yeah. yeah. Is that a consensus? Coming out afterwards, no, no, no. Yeah. everyone was coming out and saying. Yeah. Well, considering that's the Celestial Toymaker, that yeah. was pretty damn good. I it's think there was, padded, but there was a certain amount yeah. of, because it's not one of the most popular, you know, stories amongst fandom, you know, although, you know, everyone has different favourites nonetheless, it is not one of the most popular, um, but it still attracted a decent audience today, and it, I think it, it shows that there is interest in these animations to do something different enough. People are, you know, open and willing to reapproach these stories when they've been taken on differently by different teams. Yeah. I, I came in knowing almost nothing of the story beyond its title, which I've always thought was quite cool, and, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. is it all. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, can't wait to be able to uh, actually own a copy. I'm not sure when that will be, but we'll find out sooner or later. Um, so, thank you very much for joining us. We hope this little taster has, uh, has whet your appetite and you'll enjoy it yourselves when it, when it comes out. Uh, thank you from all of us uh, in London for listening. Bye bye for now. Bye. 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 bye.